welcome to Solution to Our Pollution. I'm glad you can make it to another episode. I'm Amelyn, and today we will be talking about DIY. Now, before we get started, you must know what DIY means, or in this case, what it stands for. You see, DIY is actually an acronym, and it stands for Do It Yourself. The phrase or phenomenon, do-it-yourself, has multiple definitions, and the most common definition is used in situations like when your brother asks you to make him a sandwich, and you're like, no, do it yourself. Well, that's not the definition we will be using. The definition we will be using in the podcast today is far more meaningful than telling your brother to make himself his own sandwich. (laughs) The definition we will be using states that DIY is the activity of building, modifying, or repairing things for yourself rather than paying someone else to do it for you. Now that you have a clear understanding of what DIY is, we can dive into a more detailed panoramic of the phenomena, such as when it commenced, why it was done, and other more meaningful questions about do-it-yourself. We will discuss the previous further on in the episode, so I suggest you to release yourself from all stress, relax, calm down, and again, prepare yourself to be astonished. Origin Although it may seem like DIY was something that we invented back in the 2010s, DIY has existed since forever. There's no exact time period to pinpoint its origin. However, we have found traces dating back to 1683 now, what happened in 1683 was that a man named Joseph Moxon released a book titled Mechanic Exercises, and it was made for the blacksmith and carpenter community, and it talked about how to cast metal, how to draw, do joinery with wood, engrave, print books, make maps, and, mecha- and mathematical instruments. Joseph Moxon's book was not the factor that fueled the popularity that DIY has today because it was written for just the blacksmith and the carpenter community and that's not a great amount of people or was a great amount of people at the time. The book that fueled or kickstarted DIY's popularity with Samuel Smiles' book titled Self-Help, which was released in 1859. The book itself wasn't about DIY. It was actually describing how learning was one of the greatest human pleasures and how it was a person's job to educate themselves. And even though this book wasn't directly about DIY, It encouraged people 
to start doing things for themselves. And what does DIY stand for? Do it yourself. And the crazy part about all of this is that kids were actually the ones who started DIY. They were the ones who created it. You see, at the time, it was it's 19, it's I mean 1859-ish, around that time period, there was a population explosion. And with that, there were a vast amounts of children everywhere. And you know, children love toys. And our dear economy states that if a great amount of people want an item, the price can be raised. You know, supply and demand. Well, toys were expensive. That's that's the fi- that's the final message. Toys were expensive, and most families couldn't afford them. Kids couldn't afford toys. So what they did was that they started creating toys from everyday materials, and without knowing, they created. DIY. Over the years. As we had covered before, kids started DIY. Therefore, it must have been really popular amongst them. But when did it become popular amongst the adult and teen community? If you guess the 1920s and the 1930s, you are correct. You see, the 1920s and the 1930s were the period of time in which we entered the Great Depression, or the largest economic disaster the world has ever faced or seen. During this time period, people were stripped of their goods due to the economic crisis. They could barely afford bread and water to eat. It was atrociously horrible. And since they could hardly afford uh, the bare necessities that one needs to survive, how could they afford other things, other comforts? The answer is that they couldn't. Therefore, they were forced into DIYing their way out of death their way into survival. Eventually things moderated economically and people stopped DIYing due to the fact that they were getting better and there was no need to DIY their way into survival and out of death anymore. But that wasn't the end because as soon as the 1940s hit, we entered World War II. During this time period, most men left their homes, jobs, families, and wives behind to go join the battle. Money became scarce once again due to the fact that most of it was given to the army to fight in the Great World War II. And since most women were housewives, they depended on their husbands and the men to bring in the money. And they were they were gone. They were in the battlefield, so there was no income. There was n- nothing, no money coming in for them to sustain their families and homes. They couldn't afford anything. Therefore, they were f- once again forced into DIYing for survival. 
to sustain their families and homes. Eventually, World War II ended, and the men came back home. Great, right? Not really. Um, there was another problem, and this one isn't based on money or anything economic. This one's actually based on family. You see, the men were gone for so long that they forgot how to be a father. They forgot how to be a son. They forgot how to be a husband. They forgot how to interact with the family aspect of life. And it got so bad to the point in which women were like, we have to do something about this. We have to fix this. And what they did was that they used DIY as a way to start, as a way to connect with them once again, as a way to bring them back into knowing how to be a son and knowing how to be a husband, knowing how to be a, a, a husband, I mean a father. And it worked. Fast forward to the 1980s, where the idea of DIY has completely changed. It is now seen as a recreational activity and as a form of entertainment, versus how it was seen during the 1920 through 1940 period, where it was almost seen as a chore since it was done in order to survive. The idea of DIY being seen as a recreational activity and as a form of entertainment persists till today. And it is easy to see why, due to the fact that DIY combines recycling, saving money, crafting, and socializing, which are all great ways to spend one's time. That's the end of today's episode. Once again, I am glad that you could join me, and I highly encourage you to listen to the next episode. I will not be stating what it will be about because that's a surprise, but you do not want to miss it. Make sure to check it out. Until next time, bye!